0: Hey, hey, everyone! This is the Charisma Quotient. I'm your host, Kim Seltzer, a dating and makeover expert, where I will help you build confidence, make connections, and find love from the outside in. What if you thought of dating in terms of marketing, advertising, and packaging? I know that sounds kind of funny, but What if you knew that by marketing yourself differently would empower you to be in charge of your own dating success? In fact, what you're marketing is actually social capital. Now, if you don't know what social capital means, it's basically that interpersonal value. It's your looks, your brains, your income, entertainment value, your excitement value, trust how people treat you, how you treat people, it's all of it. And an overarching facet of social capital actually has to do with self-esteem. So if you have learned, for instance, to think poorly of yourself, you will actually underestimate the strength of your position in the dating marketing place. So if you package yourself in an aura of hopelessness, you are attractive only to someone who will take advantage of that. Now, obviously, different people value different sources of social capital, right? But what you're advertising is the kind of customers you are attracting in your love life. And we know this to be true in business, but it really is no different when it comes to dating and relationships. And it starts with your image. So what you wear, your body language, your first impressions, mannerisms, tonality, all of it. Because if you look at the definition of image, it's how others perceive you. And that determines how people treat you. And that is why I love working from the outside in. I used to work from the inside out as a therapist. But now I truly believe that you have to address how you're advertising yourself on the outside. I call it the style intelligence and raising your style intelligence so that you are marketing something different. And I almost can see your eyes rolling. I can see it right now. (laughs) And you're saying, well, look, if someone doesn't like me for me, then F them. I hear this all the time. But this is not about changing who you are. It's about marketing yourself so that people get to know who you are. And it starts with the minute you say hello, the minute you walk on a date, the, the picture that you put up on your profile, it all is sending out a message to the world. So let's talk about this in terms of business, right? Like if you have two websites And it's the same content. One is old and antiquated. It moves kind of slow. It doesn't look like anything special. The other one, same content, but it's new. It's spiffy. Lots of beautiful pictures. But it's marketed differently. Which one are you going to choose? Now, come on. You're probably going to choose the more professional and pretty one. And people are no different. So one of the best dating marketing success stories was with a woman that I want to share with you today that I recently worked with who came scared of relationships because she hadn't dated in 20 years and was marketing almost a don't touch me brand with her clothes and her mindset. She thought she was too old. So she marketed that. And when I tell you she fought me every step of the way with every suggestion I had, oh my God, like she was kicking and screaming, but I really kind of held her to it. I taught her about her body type, her colors, picked out outfits that portrayed a more youthful, feminine, and sexy woman. It was the dateable woman in her. And she had been hiding that for so long because she was scared. And it was hard because she saw herself as old. She didn't love her body. She thought she was unlovable but that did change. So we did, we got new outfits. She got a haircut. We worked on her flirting techniques. We did a whole photo shoot so that she could advertise herself right. And so then she started getting compliments as she was walking out into the world. And she got looks everywhere she went. And for the first time in her life, her her confidence grew. And then we finally launched her dating website, a call online profiles dating websites, because it truly is like that. We launched and we got a ton of hits. And those of you who are familiar with the business world, this funnel worked men opted in. And I continued to work on building her self-esteem, her confidence, and her mindset and her communication skills so that she could express her needs. And she dated up a storm and I kid not, It was almost like right out of the gate. She met this great guy and it happened so fast. She almost didn't want it to happen because she's like, Kim, I met this great guy, but oh my God, like, I don't even know if I want to just hunker down with him because I'm just having so much fun. She was really enjoying receiving and feeling beautiful. But I told her, you know, sometimes you find the first dress you try on and when it fits, it fits. I mean, he wasn't a narcissist. He was a great communicator and he treated her like a queen. So I'm happy to say she's still with him today and her new marketing plan worked you know, she became in charge of her own dating success. So she changed the script and attracted a healthy customer. Now, marketing for love and business really does go hand in hand, as you can hear. And that is why I wanted to bring in a business expert who really knows how to raise people's potential and market for success. Oh my gosh, she's such a badass. She's the host of Mommy Millionaire podcast. She is a mom of three, I don't know how you do it, a self-made millionaire and a lifestyle entrepreneur. As a California native, she went from saving lives as a nurse, actually, in an ER, and she had the nine to five job helping women pursue a passion for owning their own business. So she transitioned from just that traditional work setting to have more flexibility in her life and empower her and her family. And her first taste of success began when she created an organization of 60,000 people for Isogenics. That is amazing. A company that sells health and wellness supplements and using that business building knowledge as a foundation, she branched out as a business strategist and found incomparable satisfaction from helping others achieve success. And now she just inspires and helps thousands of women believe in themselves as entrepreneurs and Businesswoman. She's an expert in speaking about sales, culture, and online marketing with experience in keynote speeches on connecting. And she's, I mean, she's all over the place. Just look her up. Her name is Kayla Kraft. Hi, Kayla. Hi, I'm so excited to be here. Oh my God, so happy to have you here. First of all, you rock. I cannot believe you and you're doing all this. Like, Oh my God. Like, and I heard a little bit of your story, you know, when I was just kind of being nosy and researching you, but I, I honestly actually wanted to start there because I, I'm so inspired by you and all the accomplishment. I I would love to hear your story and how you got here.
1: Oh, well, I would be happy to share it. So it's funny because everybody's like, what? You've had three kids. They're always like confused, but, um, they're (laughs) the reason why I am so successful today. Uh, you know, I was raised by a single mom and Mm -hmm. my dad was in jail most of my life. And, you know, I tell, I take you all the way back there because in order to know why I am the way I am today is you have to know where I came from. And my, you know, my dad was, you know, he loved me, but I didn't know that at the time. Mm -hmm. So imagine being a young kid With, you know, you think you did something wrong. Like you must have done something wrong in order for him to be gone so much. And I just felt unlovable at a very young age. And for those of you guys listening in right now, you know, I know a lot of adults still feel that way because maybe they had a present, you know, parent, but maybe they weren't really there. Maybe they didn't feel the love. And when you grow up feeling unlovable, you do things in order to prove that you're worth love.
0: Mm. And
1: that is why I worked so hard for, and I still work really hard, but now I do it for a different reason. And, uh, You know, I found myself at 18 years old, I was like, okay, I'm going to become a nurse because as a nurse, I know I'll have a stable job and I can take care of my family. I'm never going to be like my parents became a nurse. And at 23, I was like, all right, I'm, um, I'm over this already. Let's try something new. Then I got into network marketing and network marketing was, it just like opened up the doors to freedom. I like to say, like, I just saw a whole different way of living. I saw people that were making millions of dollars a year. This was the first time I was ever exposed to people like that. And I thought, hey, they're no different than me. Uh, They say all I have to do is X, Y, and Z, and I'm going to become a millionaire. I'm doing it. And in about three years, I became a millionaire in my company. And, uh, you know, so that's kind of the timeline of what happened. And I had kids along the way. But, you know, because of the way I grew up, it was just always like, if you work hard enough, you get attention and you'll get what you want. And so that was my mentality. I never thought that I couldn't have something just because I grew up the way I did. I always just believed if I did enough, I would, I would finally have it.
0: Oh my God. That is such a beautiful and inspirational story. And I, I know I say that all the time is that our adversity are actually sometimes our gifts in disguise and we don't see it until we're through it. And then we look back and we're like, ah, oh, there it is. That's, you know, like kind of that strength that it gave you. And I love how you turned your motivation. Like, this is why I want to talk about this is so interesting because you said that you were originally motivated to seek love, right? And that's so common where you'll try to be successful, like whether it's at school or a sport or gain lots of money, because then maybe somebody will give you that validation and affection. It started out that way. How did you transition that then to just be more like, Self motivating because I think it really relates to just what we're talking about today.
1: Oh, well, lots of work. Yeah. <laughs> uh, you know, uh, I, found my, I found myself having all this money. I had everything that I always had dreamt of having, right? And I had this amazing family from the outside looking in, everything looked good, but I wasn't happy. And so I decided to hire a coach because I was like, there's something wrong with me here. Like, why am I not happy? I have everything that I could ever dream of. And I hired a coach. And what I figured out was that, you know what? Um, I was a self-loathing person because I had always, mm. even though I was doing stuff to get love, I was doing it because I thought I wasn't good enough. And, that, and so right. he said something really powerful. He said, your defense mechanisms work until they don't. And up until that point, my defense mechanism was, you don't like me, I'm just going to work harder. You don't believe in me, I'm just going to prove you wrong. And uh, obviously, it was getting to that point where it was like, I wasn't happy. I was doing all these things and I wasn't happy. So something had to change. And I did a lot of work on forgiving my parents um, and actually not only forgiving them, but asking for forgiveness from them. Because I was holding a grudge against them for all these years. And I had always said, I'm never a victim. I'm, I always am an overcomer, but actually I was a victim because I was still mad at them for, you know, the way that I was raised. I was still like holding a grudge against them. So it was really powerful because, um, forgiveness and gratitude really unlocks miracles in your life. Hmm. And it started to attract amazing people into my life. I started to become happier And I started to do things, not because I needed to prove myself, but because I loved myself for the first time, Uh, you know, like 29 years, I was like, I I'm doing this because I love me. Yeah. It's, it's so powerful when you do things from a place of love, everything kind of just falls into place. And that's so
0: true. You know, like sometimes you're on like that energizer bunny type mode, like you're almost like numbing out and you're just going, 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 and you're not really realizing how the unhappiness, Mm -hmm. you know, within and the fact that you just address that. I, I wondered like during that time and when you were going along that path, how did that leak into your love life? (laughs) It Oh my gosh. I forgot. We had to talk about the love life. Yeah, I know. I'm going to have to make you go there.
1: Yeah. So, so I have like an interesting story because I got married when I was 21 years old and my husband was 19. And when I started my business, he was completely unsupportive. He was like, this is crazy. Like you need to just be happy being a nurse. Like he was not on board at all. And I made him wrong for a lot of years for you know, I wanted him to be that supportive spouse that I thought he should be. And uh, so it was a lot of, it was a hostile environment for years and years and years, but uh, you know, I was raised a Christian. And so I was like, okay, well, divorce is not an option like ever. Uh So I'll stay in this miserable relationship um, in order to, you know, keep my, you know, morals upright. Right. So Mm -hmm there's very hostile. But then when I went to this business coach and I tell, you know, I'm telling him, well, yeah, I'm married, but I don't really like him, whatever. He was like, oh, well, we're going to work on that. And wow. Like, wow, wow, wow. Did everything change in my marriage after working with a business coach, which is so crazy. (laughs) No, but this is what we're saying. Yeah. No, no. This is good. Yeah. Yeah. And what it was, it was just like, listen, like nobody's going to make you happy, Kayla. Nobody will make you happy because nothing can make an unhappy person happy like you mm-hmm. have to love yourself and then everything you know falls into place after that and so i worked on you know forgiving my husband for some of the stuff that had happened and um i also asked for forgiveness and you know i wouldn't say we have a perfect we we have a far from perfect marriage but it's you know 180 from what we used to have. And I think the most powerful thing is I don't look outside anymore for love or oh, yeah. validation or to make me happy. It always comes from within first. And then when I'm good, then we are better. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs>
0: Well put. Yeah. Well, exactly. Like, this is what I'm saying is that so much of like, I think what you do with with people for business relates to what we're talking about is that, you know, it's almost like false marketing because you're not coming from that place of self-love and the forgiveness and all of that. And so you're attracting something that is either not good for you or you get unhappy with and, you know, right. And then you start doing the blame game and everything's outside of yourself. So I feel like that's almost the first step for this, you know, kind of marketing strategy, if you will, for, for your dating success is that you have to look within first.
1: Mm-hmm. mm-hmm.
0: Like, go into the advertising mode. Like, you have got to get really clear on your mission, who you are, that self love. So, yeah. I love
1: that. I love that point because so many people come to me. I mean, I work with thousands of women. Yeah. And, you know, they want to help other people. They're like, you know, oh my God, right? Yeah. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, you can't even help yourself. Like, you can't even wake up at 5 a.m. in the morning, you know, and, you know, stick to your word. How are you going to help other people out there? And so I always, I have a book called The Habit of Leading Yourself, and it's a one-year guide to becoming unstoppable. And it talks all about, you know, creating better habits in your life because you're either a slave to bad habits or you're a slave to good habits. And I want everybody that's listening to this podcast to be a slave to good habits, things that are going to serve you, right? And so when you get right inside and you're a slave to your good habits, then Everything that you're saying out in the world is more is coming out on a higher vibration, which you're going going to attract people that are on the same vibrational frequency, and you're mm-hmm. going to be able to be more effective, right?
0: Yeah, no, I love that. Wait, so that that book is that? What's the book again? It's called
1: the habit of leading yourself: a one-year love guide it. to becoming unstoppable. You can find it on Amazon. That is like, that is a perfect like
0: first step and a good strategy. What, what are some other ways that while we're talking about this, what are other ways that you empower women to kind of put themselves out there and really have success?
1: Oh man. Well, the first thing I work with on women is near work. And Mm. I got this concept from Louise. Hay. are you familiar with it?
0: You know, I've heard of it. What is it?
1: So basically most of the time, People have heard of affirmations, right? And a lot of people think affirmations don't work. Well, it's because usually we're doing it the wrong way. And what we do is we look in the mirror and we say our affirmations out loud. And you start by in the morning, looking at yourself in the mirror and saying, I love you and looking at yourself in the eyes. And what this does is it humanizes you. You know, we think 70,000 thoughts a day, 95% of them we're not even aware of. They're just Mm -hmm. happening in our subconscious mind. And, you know, most of it is a broken record of saying, I'm not good enough. I'm not pretty enough. I'm not smart enough. Who do I think I am? A broken record that is not serving you. Right. Mm -hmm. And so when you look yourself in the eyes, what it does is it makes you realize you're a human. Would you ever talk to your best friend or a loved one the way that your mind is talking to you right now?
0: Oh my God. I love that. You know, it reminds me of, I, I mean, I'm an old lady. So I don't know if you remember this, but the Stuart Smalley on Saturday Night Live, where he looked in the mirror and he's like, I'm good enough, I'm smart enough, and gosh darn it, people like me. You know, like, Aww. and they made this whole like skit over it. But I, you know, it's so. And I go shopping with women. In fact, just this past weekend, I did like three different client transformations. And one of the women, when she was looking in the mirror as she, saw herself in these new clothes. She still didn't even see it. She kept picking apart all the things she hated rather than what she loved to your point. Right. And so I really helped her by just focusing in. And I said, I I get that you don't like this and that and this and that, but can you give me one or two things that you really love about the way you look right now? And I took a picture of her and then I showed her the picture of the new clothes. And then I showed her the picture of the old clothes. And it's almost like she like fainted. She couldn't believe she's like, wait, that's not me. And I said, no, that's you. But she couldn't really see herself until it was outside herself, if that makes sense. Mm-hmm. And it was only then until she started like integrating for kind of like what you were saying. And so then she started seeing all these great things. And the more she closed, she would try on the more she saw all of her greatness. So I can totally see that being effective. I love that.
1: Oh, I love that too.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Oh. Okay. So that's good. Like the mirroring. I think that's another, what's another strategy
1: Okay. So, well, and then we do affirmations and stuff like that. Okay. But another strategy is you've got to get really super clear on who you're talking to. And I think a lot of people, they, and this comes from insecurity. Mm -hmm. We want to talk to everybody because we don't like to be rejected. And so we think, oh, we need to be super bland, um, so that way, you know, we don't offend anybody. And that's actually not true. You need to be so you that you offend a lot of people, Mm. and you hone in on just the right people for you. And so, get crystal clear on who are the people that you're talking to. Like, I know everything about my avatars. So, I for each product that I sell, I know exactly everything about them. You know what they like to eat, where they like to shop, who they like to hang out with. What do they like to do for fun? And because I know everything about them, I can serve them in a really great way and give them like amazing content.
0: Okay. This is, I'm so glad you're bringing this up because I find that a lot of the women really struggle in this area, but in a way that is kind of like what you're saying about the authentic. I think what you're talking about is authenticity, right? It's like really you know, getting clear on who you're talking to, but also who you are in the world. And a lot of times, like, you know, women will say to me, well, I, I, I don't know who I am necessarily, but I really know the man, right? And so they will focus almost too much on the man and they'll morph themselves into something that they think the man wants them to see, right? And so like, they may know a lot about the man. So how, like, what advice would you give to people who struggle with that?
1: Hmm. Well, see, I think I might look at it a little differently than you because, mm-hmm. um, like I was just talking to a woman the other day and she wants, uh, she's actually, I, I always give dating advice, <laughs> so It's funny that <laughs> I I'm on but you know, she's like, I was like, well, explain the, the type of guy that you want. she's like, well, he's handsome. He's successful. He believes mm-hmm. in himself. He's positive. Dah, dah, dah. I was like, well, is that who you are? And she was like, well, no, I complain a lot. I do this, you know, I don't feel good about myself. And I look in the mirror, I'm like, okay, well then you do have to change as a person in order to attract that guy, because that guy wouldn't like you right now. So I think that like, you know, you do kind of have to stop being you because being who you are right now, isn't serving your highest version of yourself. Ah, so, right. so it's really getting clear on who is that person that I want to be. Cause like right now, like, and I can even look at myself right now and go, I, I'm not who I want to be. Like I, I am striving mm-hmm. every single day to be the highest version of who Kayla is. And there's a lot of things I'm working on on a daily basis. And so I would say, I'm not being authentic to who Kayla deep down is because who Kayla deep down is, is lazy, insecure, and she is scared to take risk. Right. So yeah. I think ask yourself, who, who is it? Like, if you could close your eyes and really, you know, think of the highest version of yourself, you know, the person that you're the most proud of, you get to create that person. So, and create every single characteristic because you can morph into whoever you want to be, but make sure it's who you want to become, not who the guy wants you to be. Right. But get super, super clear on that. And then I go to work and say, okay, are the actions that I'm taking every single day in alignment with the highest version of myself? Right. So did I respond in the right way? did I show up the way I wanted to show up to that meeting? You know, how did I show up on my social media today? Was it as my highest version of myself and always be like reflecting. So that way you could be growing and morphing into the highest version of yourself.
0: That I love that. That was really, really powerful. And because I, I do think there's a big difference. And I think so many people get confused about that. It goes back to the advertising, you know, cause if you're not clear on who you really are looking for, but it also with that goes along with like what you deserve, right? It's that, that inner thing that you're talking about. Cause if deep down, you don't think that you deserve it, then you'll still, it's like, you know, banging your head against the wall. You'll still keep attracting, you know, the ones that aren't good for you or the unavailable people or, you know, whatever is happening to you. So yeah, I, that's a really good reframe. It's like, surrounding yourself even with, you know, people who you strive to be with almost and getting used to that. Um, actually we had a woman on the podcast and she was, um, a a client of mine and she was, (laughs) she was getting so frustrated because she wanted like, upper-scale men, you know, like, who just was successful, but also, you know, like, nice guys. And she was having a really hard time finding it, it was her belief that you can't have both, that you can't have successful men who are nice. So Mm -hmm. this limiting belief kept her in that loop, and part of it was just who she was surrounding herself with. So she kept going to, like, I think there were, she was going to pubs and, like, places where not a lot of successful guys were just hanging out very basic thing of like where to market (laughs) herself. And so it was just like, even starting from that standpoint, because I I like what you said in the beginning about surrounding yourself with, you know, you know, people who are successful and and really like almost marinating in that because that's going to help you kind of go at that higher vibration. I think that's what you're saying.
1: Oh, well, absolutely. I mean, it's if you want to become a millionaire and mm-hmm. you've never made more than $100,000 a year and you hang out with people that all make the same amount as you, you will never make a million dollars a year just because it's, there's too big of a gap. And if you start to hang out with other people that are millionaires, you start to think like them. You start to talk like them. You start to um, build your business like they do theirs. And then all of a sudden you're getting the same results as them in the income.
0: Yeah. Yeah. No, it's so different. And I love what you said in the beginning where you said that person isn't any different than me. When you like looked at the successful people around you and I that I think that's a mantra that everybody should have, you know. So if you see somebody successful in a relationship, and it's like you need to say to yourself, "But that person really is no different than me. I'm just my own unique person, but I have the power and strength to attract whatever it is I want." So, mm-hmm. yeah, no, that that's awesome. Are there any other strategies you wanted to share
1: when it comes to marketing yourself? Yeah, mm-hmm. these are really my good. My gosh, I feel like I have a ton, but. I I think that when you really understand your story, Uh uh, you could be a very effective marketer because here's the thing is that especially women are the um, buyers out there. And if you're not speaking directly to women, you know, you might be speaking to men, but they are usually talking to the women about what to buy. Okay. So (laughs) women have the buying power. And women love stories. And so the more stories you can share, the more successful you're going to be. And the most powerful story that you own currently is your own, right? And so really break it down, you know, who are you and what parts of your life have made you into, you know, the person that you've become. And I always just think about like that, like how, how is this story that I'm sharing going to serve my avatar today? And what is it in their psychology? Cause I, I talk mm-hmm. a ton about like really the getting inside the other person's head and what are they thinking? Mm-hmm. What are they exposed to on a daily basis? Like, so if somebody else is on a dating site, they're exposed to like, you know, a hundred other women that might be like half naked in their photos. Like right. what makes <laughs> you stand out and it's not you being fake. It's just like knowing, okay, the competition is out there you know, how do you stand out in a world full of fish? Okay. How Mm -hmm. do you be the one that's going to catch his eye? And it's by doing something that nobody else is doing. And so be polarizing with your stories, talk about the things that nobody else is talking about. Mm. And, you know, I do this a lot. If you go to my Instagram, Kayla craft, you'll see that like, I talk a lot about money and it's not because like, if you hang out with me on a daily basis, we're not talking about money. Okay. Right. But I do it on social media because people cringe at the thought of money. They're like, Oh God, like it's a gut punch. They are like, why does she have to talk about money? It bugs them. But it repels the wrong people away, and it keeps the right people that are attracted to what I have to say um, do you, Does that make sense to you? So it a- totally
0: does, oh my God, and I'm just thinking in my head uh, th- this is such a great metaphor of that can apply to your dating life it's it, uh-huh. It's crazy yes, because the story you know like how you're advertising yourself on a profile it's', it's exactly what you're talking about, but also how you show up on a date people all the time to your point about just how like sharing your story and sharing stories is way more powerful than sitting there and doing like a and a session. You know, yes. it's, it's that vulnerability that connects people end of story, you know, whether it's online or offline, it, it, it all is powerful. And it's funny how people cringe with the money. Um, people cringe when I talk about flirting in the same way. <laughs>
1: oh, I bet. I feel like I'm cringing right now. I'm like, I don't want to talk about like ah, Right, right, right. it's like the same thing.
0: And usually the things that repel you are the things that, you know, cause you the discomfort and things that you need to work on. So if you're cringing yes. money, it usually needs to be something to work on. Because when you talk about my, like, I just actually talked about that. Like anytime the word taxes come up, I cringe. Cause it's like, yeah. And it's like, I know I need to do it. Well, Kayla, I mean, I know you have so many like more juicy tips, but I, I think this is really strong and, and I, you know, in ways that I don't think people have thought about before, you know, it really is a marketing strategy from, you know, starting within and really coming from that place of self-love and developing good habits. I being a slave to good habits, you know, such as your book suggests and going to the mirror work and the affirmation and then, you know, getting clarity in who you are and then, you know kind of sharing that with the world, with your story. It was just really powerful. Thank you so much.
1: Yay. Well, thank you so much for having me on. And if any of your audience is like, what the heck, how do I come up with, you know, my ideal audience is over on mommymillionaire.co, I have a free branding questionnaire that people can fill out and it's really helpful. So if you're, you know, off there, like marketing yourself online, you need to know who you're talking to. And this helps you get crystal clear.
0: And I just want to highlight how good you are at marketing yourself. Like everyone, (laughs) (laughs) there's like a meta message right here. Like the way she was talking about herself, like you, you you're so good at that. And I feel like that's what people should be doing just all the time. It's like owning that, you know? Well, yeah. I
1: mean, I think it is because I do love myself and I know I really truly believe in the products that I create. I know that they'll change people's lives and help them. And so Um, if people aren't confident in that, that they're not like naturally just marketing the things that they have to offer, you know, take a look and see, you know, should I even be offering this to the world? You kind of got to brainwash yourself on your own products. And if you don't, then they probably aren't selling.
0: Yes. Exactly. And that includes yourself, ladies. You know, how are you what is like your product that you're marketing, <laughs> you know, kind of thing. Wow, that's awesome. Well, are there any last parting words of wisdom? And again, tell people how they can find you.
1: Mm. Uh, okay, so you can find me on Instagram, Kayla.craft at C A Y L A dot C-R-A-F-T. I also have a podcast called The Mommy Millionaire Show, and we talk a ton about mindset on there. Because really, you know, your your thoughts create your feelings, your feelings create your actions, mm. your actions create your character, and your character creates your destiny. You guys have probably heard that before. But that is really how simple life is. So if you aren't getting the results you want in your life right now, look at your thoughts. And the powerful thing about that is a thought can be changed at any moment in any given day. And so start thinking the thoughts that are gonna give you that destiny that, you know, you were meant for.
0: I love that. So thanks so much again, Kayla, for joining me today. And of course this has been the charisma quotient. I'm your host, Kim Seltzer. And remember you can build confidence, make connections and find love from the outside in. And if you want to know more, make sure you go to my site, seltzerstyle.com and If you want to learn how to better market yourself to have more success in your love life, then hop on the free call. I offer this all the time. Please take advantage of this. Because when you sign up, you never know. Maybe it's one thing that I tell you about the way you're advertising yourself that could really change and make a difference. And I'll help you map how to plan. I mean, it could start out with just doing a virtual makeover with me, which is just a one-hour session that I can help you with your dating brand, so to speak. And of course, as always, stay tuned until next week with more tips on how to feel and look fabulous every day.